Hey guys, and welcome to Not Boy Pagan Boardcast episode 522. I'm Paul. And I'm Chris. And normally we're a comic book podcast that comes to you in three ways. But during our not episodes, we just have a like quick little episode, just a quick little topic to talk about. And uh, it's one of the times that we can't get all three of uh, the co-hosts together. And uh, but Chris, you really wanted to bring uh, get a show together to talk about what the free comic books coming out on May 6, 2023. Yeah, May 6, 2023. Right it's channel free job. comic book day, <laughs> 2023. Yeah, it's not like you don't remember what the day is, even though we already talked about it and you wrote it down. Uh, yeah, free comic book day is this coming Saturday, May 6, 2023. Uh, this is actually the 21st annual uh, free comic book day. The very first one happened in 2002 to tie into the release of the first Spider-Man movie, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie. Uh to capitalize just on all the discussion going on with comic books and to promote the medium. Uh, and it has been the first Saturday in May ever since then, because that's usually when the first big comic book movie of the, the summer comes out. Uh, this year it is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, so you'll hear us talk about that on the main show when we actually wind up getting to our summer movie blockbuster bracket buster look at this weekend so stay tuned for that probably in 523 whenever we record that one i'm just trying to you know do the math real quick in my head because obviously 2020 didn't have a free comic book day because mm. we it, the unless they did it down. online Ooh, maybe, maybe. and Something then 2001 was the release of no no it was 2002 right right because it was post september 11th yeah so yeah there's yeah. been a lot of these. There, and I'm surprised has. that there's so many comic books still coming out because, honestly, my thoughts on free comic day, book day was, hey, the movies are kind of becoming a thing. We're going to release comic books, try to get people interested in the movies, but also that will build a fandom for the actual reading of comic books. I feel the fandom has been created for the movies. Yeah. But – I know I don't know maybe it's my small bubble I don't feel like the stores have like comic book stores have become like uh more solvent <laughs> I uh because of because of them I mean anecdotal can't speak too much okay. but free comic book day is when John and I went to what became our regular comic book store for the first time because again we were nerds we were excited for the Spider-Man movie and we both were last comic book fans and that kind of lit the fire under us to go like, Hey, like let's, let's go look at comic books. And I think we went to <clears throat> three comic book stores in the Buffalo, New York area. And the one that we went into that just felt right became our comic book store where I shopped at for like years and years and years before I moved away. Um, and I know when I would talk to the owner down about it, like that consistently was one of his busiest days, not just for people mm -hmm. coming in the store, but also for just people coming in and buying stuff. Because a lot of stores, in addition to the free comic books that they have provided um, by free comic book day, they also would do like special offers and promotions. Mm -hmm. uh, some stores will do signings. Some stores might have specific merchandise made just for them. Uh, so if you want to know anything about that, 
you can actually go to freecomicbookday.com. They have a list of all the books that will be coming out. Some of those will be going over briefly. Uh, but then they also have a comic shop locator where it'll pull up all the comic book shops within your area, and it will let you know if they are someone that is participating in Free Comic Book Day. <laughs> so uh, just a heads up, some of the books we talk about, you might not be able to get at your store because a lot of this it's a store by store basis. Like the stores actually have to order and pay for these books through their distributors. Uh, so some of them they might not order because they don't know if it's going to go over well, or they might be trying to you know save money on their their side. But Paul, yeah, we've we've had a lot of discussion, but there's something that we always start off with that we oh. we didn't do, and I blame I blame it on the fact that you introduced it, and yeah. like then I jumped in next. It's we're all cattywampus over here. You know what? We really were excited to be here to talk about Free Comic Book Day. And normally we talk about a beer first before getting into any kind of topic. Uh, I'm drinking from Southern Tier the 2X Juice Jolt. This is a beer that John's talked about quite a bit. This is a a, a beer that was gifted to me uh, from a friend from work. Uh, we were out disc golfing yesterday and uh, she brought it. She's like, hey, Paul, happy birthday. Here's a six pack of uh, 2X Jolt. I've been telling you about this because I know you're a big fan of the Voodoo Ranger Juice Force IPA. And this is uh, basically the Southern Tears clone of it. Um, 9.5% alcohol by volume. The Voodoo Ranger is, uh, I believe, also is 9.5 as well. And it's good. It is a step a notch below it it gives me a good juice flavor but not that tropical pineapple-y mm. kind of thing it's not as bad as fruit force from mm. voodoo ranger which is yeah fruit punch which was seen all like artificial that. not great this, so this they heaters have, on it they have the i guess base juice jolts at epcot right now mm. for the flower and garden festival yanni and i are going on Wednesday to get some of the stuff that we didn't have on our first visit. Um, mm. So then sneak peek next episode of Parks and Rec is going to be us taking a look at Epcot's food and, uh, flower and garden festival. So I'm excited to try the juice drill because when we went that first time I saw it on the menu, but we were on our way out of the park and I was like, eh, I could probably have one more before I go, but we were also just be lining our way out of there. Um, so have you had the base no, no, I didn't even know there was a base uh, juice jolt. And this is like the free comic book day uh, edition of Parks and Rec, where they're, they downloaded this, not episode, of Bag Bagna Boardcast, and they're getting a Parks no, and Rec sneak every, peek for free. It's almost, it's almost like we just like to talk about things <laughs> that we like. Because uh, I was just actually wondering how yeah. juice jolt stands up to like the, the 2X juice jolt. Uh, I, I really didn't know that there was an actual just juice jolt. I thought it was just a 2x variety i had no clue so that's actually kind of cool that it's there and available in a uh less high octane style do you happen to know the abv on that or i don't but you I don't could. need to look it up but i'm already um, typing it but you could talk about your beer while i type chris oh, I've, I've already i've already but, typed it in but no i uh i also have voodoo ranger here because i did start drinking this beer uh, while getting my computer all set up and and uh, looking through the free comic books, so I'm pretty pretty much done with it, and I don't need to work tomorrow because it's no, I, I got some time off coming up. Hey, nice. Because like uh, I said, I got this beer for my birthday, so you know I took some time off. Nice. Birthday. The regular juice jolt is 
uh, 6.8%. Hmm. Uh, I think my beer is still pretty high, but not a bit, not super high. A bit higher than that. I'm just looking for where it is here on the can. I am not seeing. Oh no, it's exactly 6.8%. Um, because much like you were gifted a beer, mm-hmm. uh, I was also gifted beer. Uh, by our other friend John, who's not on the show today. We were trying to figure out who wasn't here. Because his birthday was yesterday, so he's still doing his birthday kind of stuff. So he's doing birthday stuff, too, so happy birthday to him. Happy future birthday to you, Paul. Uh, But he sent me back with a bunch of beers that I can't get down here. Uh, Maybe stuff from breweries that just don't have a distribution footprint here, or beers that I can't get, like, that variety. Um, But I figured for tonight I have to have something... From Buffalo. So I am drinking Big Ditch Brewing's Space Donkey. And this is a take on their, I would say, flagship beer, like Hayburner. Uh, but this Hayburner is made with Galaxy Hops. And this is delightful. I'm kind of sad I didn't actually have a Hayburner when I was in Buffalo. Um, oh, I had them in my fr- fridge downstairs uh, in the basement. That's okay. We had plenty of other stuff to drink every other day. Um, but it's a great beer. And the Galaxy Hops, I don't know if it's called Space Donkey because of this, but it gives it a nice little kick. Like, there's definitely much more of, like, a juicy, like, pop to it, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm I'm really enjoying it. Um, I was afraid this was going to be bigger than that 6.8, because I thought Hayburner was a bigger beer. I mean, it's been seven, eight years. I think it's just a standard, uh, it's not a double IPA or anything. I think a Hayburner is just a regular IPA. I think... That Space Donkey might be a little higher. I think Hayburner might just be, oh, why did I hit hit .com? I should just, yeah, not secure. Go back. Go back. Hayburner. <laughs> uh, IPA. Let me look. Uh, it's okay, because I'm, I'm already looking? Uh, looking it up, too, but. It's oh, 7%. Not. Okay. So, okay. So, it is a bigger. Yeah, beer. It does have a kick to it. It's a little, little bit of a kick. I always thought it was more i don't know why but uh yeah solid showing uh and next time i come up i definitely would like to partake of more big ditch much like i'll be partaking oh in kate comments. kate already has plans to make you guys insta jealous okay on instagram just posting like pictures when it's fall here oh yeah you know? that's that's probably when we're looking at coming up again <laughs> yeah yeah because that's just you know that's that's where we really blossom. But pre-comic book day, Chris, yeah. uh, how like on where I'm on a league of comic book geeks dot com and I'm just looking at uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five. So 30 some odd books, 36, 40 some odd books that are free. Oh, 50. The list keeps on going. Like almost yeah. fifty books that are a lot, a lot more companies getting in mm-hmm. on free comic book night uh, day now, which is fantastic. Like anything to get people into the shops and you know pick up those books. You're right, wow. Chris. Free comic book days lead to free comic book nights. Isn't <laughs> yes. that a beautiful thing? It is. But Paul, I'm I'm curious. So if Looking available, at, yeah. Well, What's what's making your list? Like, what are you going into a shop and like checking like the shelves or the table or like the spinner rack for? 
there is one that jumped right out at me. Uh, you know this, and listeners, if you've been listening for you know a little while, you know over the past two three years, uh, you know I've been a big fan and uh, of the Archie Horror Presents comics. Uh, they've been hit or miss recently uh, because they're not in the series. They're doing like one shots, um, which haven't been as good, but I have been enjoying them still and. There's a free comic book coming out. It's called Archie Horror Presents The Curse Library, and it promises to be the kickoff of a new event coming out of the Archie Horror uh, label. And this is uh, focusing on the babysitter, uh, Jinx Holiday, who I think is an all-new character um, for, for Archie Horror. And it seems like uh, Archie Horror is getting its own uh, Museum of the Weird. Or House of Mystery? Or is there a Marvel equivalent? I don't know. Not that I can think of. Yeah. Um, Oh, Sanctum Centaurum, but the evil version of them. Hmm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and this is going to basically try to bring together the disparate tales that have been happening uh, over the years. And uh, here we go. And it's being written by... uh, don't know but yeah, it's, it's strange that they Robert don't Hack. they don't have the uh, creator info yeah, not even on the cover i don't see uh other than hack uh <clears throat> you know signature on it so cool thing about this one though it is a, a full book it's 32 pages mm-hmm. um all uh original uh, exclusive material it's not reprints so Chris, are you excited for this one? I think you, you, um, you it's definitely one that I would be picking up. And I think some of these might also become available on Comixology as well, because I know last year I did get a couple of the free comic book day ones um, there. So if there's not a store close to you, hey, check on Comixology, a.k.a. Amazon, a.k.a. Uh, yeah. Kindle Marketplace, whatever it's called. Yeah, it's the it's Kindle. It's uh. <clears throat> and I heard, weird, strangely enough, the uh, people for that created Comixology who have since left, like, are trying to, like, recreate Comixology. Good. Because <laughs> they can't. Because that's when Comixology was the best. Oh, man. Uh, Chris, what's what's uh, top of your stack? Uh, for me, I have always been a fan of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Hmm. Uh, might not have consumed a lot of the media because I kind of aged out of it pretty quick. I think the series debuted when I was in like third or fourth grade. So yeah, I, I kind of outpaced it. Um, but I've always just loved that flavor, like that Super Sentai, like Japanese superhero stuff. Uh, but we're getting a new comic book coming out. And this is Ranger Academy from Boom Studios, uh, written by Maria Ingrade Mora, art by Joe Miang Yong. Um, and it seems like it's kind of high school drama Power Rangers. Um, but that's Power Rangers. They're teens, rad teens with attitude. They are, but it seems like now they're going to a school just for Rangers. Mm. Ooh, so uh, it's all rad teens. So it's, and what happens when you get all rad teens in one classroom together and they stop guitar, being fake guitar and start being real? <laughs> Um, so this is a little, uh, it does say it's a preview 
book. So I'm assuming this isn't going to be like a full like 22 or 32 pages. It might just be a little bit shorter. But I'm assuming there might be some other background stuff in there too, just to kind of get you excited for everything else coming out from the Boom Studios Power Rangers line. Uh, I'm just not like you said. Power Rangers is something that I feel like I aged out of quickly. Um, I am like if when I get Netflix back again, uh, aka when Stranger Things comes back, I am excited to see the uh, Mighty Morphin reunion movie mm-hmm. that's happening. What yeah. is that called? Uh, uh, always a Ranger. Once and always. Once and always. Once yeah, and always. Yeah, once in Orange <clears throat> Rangers, because it brings back Billy, it brings back Zach. Uh, they they deal with Trini's death. They deal with, uh, which I think is interesting, which I think would be cool. Um, it looks fun. Talking yeah. about things, and it, that's cool that's kicking off a new series, and I'm excited to kick off a whole new, the whole new line over at DC. And this is, um, that's Dawn of DC, Night Terrors. Yeah, um, I'm... I'm in, intrigued by this one. I was, I didn't read any of like the 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 metal stuff or like the mm-hmm. the dark metal, whatever it was called. Like all the spin-out stuff from that Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo things. Like I, mm-hmm. I We've wasn't on board with it. So yeah, like the the DC universe on mass on in large, we, we I think we've all kind of fallen off of, and we just pick up books here or there. Um, but Dawn of DC seems to be the X factor of, of comic book events. Yeah. It's like they keep on promising, Hey, this is when we're going to, you know, just look at characters and bring them back to the roots. And that's what it's saying right here. I'll read right from the solicitation. It's an easy entry point for both lifelong readers and those picking up a comic book for the first time to dive into the new stories all year long. DC will celebrate classic characters while also embracing the next generation of heroes is we're going to need everyone to help fight against the darkness. So you focus on characters, having them be who they are. I don't want Alfred to be dead. I just don't. I don't need Superman to have 12 different, like three different kids. (laughs) Well, Grant, you know, John L., and then, you know, having Superboy. I don't need five different Superboys, basically. Mm. Um, you compare that down a little bit. You compare down the Robins a little bit, too. Oh, I don't need I don't... Damien. <laughs> I I like that he's there. Uh, I'm, I'm intrigued by this one, though. Again, like, it's going to be free. So, yeah, th- there's very little barrier to entry. It just kind of depends if it's going to be at my store when I when I go to get it that's all that's another thing i got said this is a uh, howard porter back on like justice league because <laughs> you know during the graham morrison run, howard porter was doing that yeah doing the art there so i like him yeah so yeah i'm excited for that one as well uh especially since it's free it's going to be one of those ones where i've kind of complained about recently with dc where i pick up like the um but uh, Tales of the Gods or something like that. And it, it's like, or the Superman, like, one. And it's like little, like, teasers of each each issue uh, of each different book that's going to come out. And I've paid five bucks for it. This one, I pay zero dollars for it. <laughs> Even so, better. So I, I'll feel all right. I'll feel good. Uh, Paul, I'm not trying to eat your lunch here, but... I don't eat it. 
I I just might because from over at Dark Horse Comics, uh, we have like a dual book coming out, and this yeah. is Star Wars: The High Republic Adventures, as well as Avatar: The Last Airbender. Um, mm-hmm. I was looking at this as well. Uh, while I was on the plane to and from Buffalo, I was getting into the uh, next Star Wars Kevin Scott novel, um, Rising, the Rising Storm? Storm. Yes, the Rising, uh, yeah, Rising Storm. I, I Maybe trying, it's not the. Is this um, the Rising Storm? Yeah. And it was definitely getting me more into that Star Wars frame of mind, and I was super excited to be spending time with the High Republic. So we do have a High Republic comic book coming out. This is one of the adventures, so it's probably going to be a little bit more all-age-friendly than some of the other High Republic stuff that is available. Uh, but that's fine, because it's going to be High Republic Jedi fighting against the Nihil, and I'm all for that. And then the Avatar Last Airbender story, uh, the gang comes across a village that was attacked by the Fire Nation, and the only survivor uh, refuses to open to anyone except for um, Toph, which I think could be like a real fun character story. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Uh, and Toph having somebody that like kind of hangs on her seems like it would just rub Toph the wrong way. It doesn't say who's writing what, but based off of the cover, I'm assuming that the Star Wars section is being written by Daniel Jose Older um, with art by Harvey Tolbao. And then over on the Avatar side of things, uh, it's being written by Amy Chu with art by Kelly Matthews. Again, that's just my assumptions based on the credits provided. Um, Don't. I I was assuming this was a reprint, double, uh, double stack of reprints. So since it doesn't say... Um, like original material. I'm not 100% sure, but I've read like a decent amount of like the Avatar stuff, and the story doesn't sound familiar. Because right. even if it's something I haven't picked up, I still always look at the solicitations for it because I want to see what they're doing. Um, in yeah, Avatar. I think the Avatar might be new, but I think the High Republic's definitely reprinted because they say this uh, this issue is collected in like phase one of the High oh, Republic does it say that? Okay. So yeah. Um. Oh, but it says that it, that that's going maybe it will be collected in. I don't know. Uh, now I'm honestly unsure. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see it down there. Yeah, mm-hmm. the complete phase. But one. also since they're talking about battling the Nile, and we're right now in phase two of the High Republic, where it's the prequel to the High Republic, where they're not facing the Nile yet. Um, and that's what's making me think it's a uh, kind of a reprint. But hey. Free reprint is still good. So I don't know, because when you click on the name of that trade paperback, it pulls up as this is something that's being printed in that trade paperback alongside issues one through 13 and the Galactic Bake Off special. So this might be original stuff. So Galactic Bake Off special. Yeah, so, something else for you to look forward to. But, Paul, what's your, your next book? You know, I'm not... I'm not a big Conan the Barbarian fan, but this is the top, but I don't mind a Conan the Barbarian story every once in a while. So a free comic book day is like the perfect time to jump, you know, to just grab it. Um, and this is going to focus. This is uh, Conan the Barbarian, number one, uh, which seems weird because it seems more like it should be a zero issue. Uh, but it's being published by Titan Comics. And I think now Marvel has lost the rights for Conan again. 
mm. and it's being moved over. As or maybe it's like a weird thing, like if it's Conan, because Conan can exist in the modern day for Marvel, and it yeah. can be Conan in the Hyperion Age or Hyborian Age uh, over at Titan. I don't know. It seems weird. Uh, Z- Z- Jim Zub is writing it. Okay. Uh, Roberto Del De La Torre is uh, doing the art. But the cover art looks, man, it looks like a Conan comic book. And um, why am I more interested in picking up a zero ish, a, a a free issue of that versus Red Sonia? I don't know. Maybe I have my priorities. You know, it, maybe I should be more interested in the Red Sonia. Maybe there's something wrong with me. I don't know. I don't know. Because they're both swashbuckling. Barely, I've, barely ne- closed. I've never read uh, a Red Sonia book. Like I've never even seen like the movie. It, but there was rumor. Did that movie ever come out? It was well, there was Rose McGowan. And it was I don't think great. That was ever it was Rose McGowan. But there was a movie back in like the seventies or eighties, and I no, never no, saw that. Like, like maybe the night, like late nineties, early aughts. Like Rose McGowan, I thought was rumored to be Red Sonia. And maybe this is just like my high school fever dream. Uh, 1985 have... is the one I was thinking about. But then there's also a listing for upcoming film. Mm. Um, so maybe, yeah, it's just no, been she's, no, no Rose McGowan mm-hmm. listed for it. But Oh, this is back from like 2009. She was. So this might, might after, be in after the After she works. had the falling out of, you know, with Marilyn Man- Manson. You know, during that timeline. Hmm. Chris. Yeah. Uh, this one I'm on the fence about, so I probably won't be saying it. But something I'm not on the fence about is my love of Dark Horse Comics, The Umbrella Academy. Um, hmm. Gerard Way, uh, vocalist from My Chemical Romance, if you don't know, uh, loves comic books. And he writes really good, fun, weird comic books. And what we have here is another double book from Dark Horse Comics. Uh, This one with the Umbrella Academy, it's almost like a zero issue um, telling a story from Reginald Hargreaves past that's going to be impacting the Umbrella Academy in the future, uh, which is also future stories that we will be reading. Uh, But then there's also a Witcher story in here as well uh a frog kiss uh where Geralt must figure out why people in the small town are turning into frogs um umbrella academy written by gerard way like i said uh art by gabriel ba and what's his name uh uh oh nate uh, picos does lettering uh i'm assuming that the uh, witcher one is being written by barstas disbor uh with art by fabio violente I'm always up for more Umbrella Academy. Uh, And actually, the very first Umbrella Academy, issue number zero, came out on free comic book day years and years and years ago. I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's how how they launched the book. That's actually great. Good for them. Like, first taste is free, kids. (laughs) And it, it it was a lot of fun because it was actually 
an Umbrella Academy story of like when they were still little kids superheroes. But then the first issue of the actual comic book is them all coming back together again for Hargreaves' funeral. So now you're like, oh, these are the little kids in their short pants fighting the Eiffel Tower who's been brought to life by a madman. Uh, now they're lamenting the loss of their father figure. Um, yeah, I'm on board. I've never read any of the the Witcher books. I've never played any of the games. Um, I've only seen the first season of the show, and I really dug it. So, yeah, you know, maybe this will, you know, whet my appetite for more. Yeah. I, I started playing some of the the first Witcher game. Never got through it. But don't worry. I will eventually start playing it because it'll be on Twitch. <laughs> I have to get all the way down to W, which will be tough. You can do it. I'm on. Right now I'm playing through some Star Wars games uh, on Twitch because, you know, May the 4th is coming up. Yeah. Uh, but right now I'm on Assassin's Creed Black Flag. So I'm still in the A's. So. Mm. Mm. Uh but that brings me to an A book. It's the Avengers, and this is the the Avengers X Men. This is the one that I was saying I'm on the fence about. So I'm glad we uh, still get to talk about it because Jonathan Hickman is writing it, and it's setting up his ser- new upcoming series. So uh, on their mystery pro- project of Jonathan Hickman and Valero Shaiti's Sh- Sh- uh, upcoming book. Uh, it seems like it's a weird, weird lineup because you got <laughs> Deadpool, Penance, Rogue, Quicksilver, Psylocke, and Captain America, and who's the guy in the silver uh, helmet? Pr- Professor the, X. That's Professor X. That's a stupid helmet. Don't like it. Um, yeah, but I'm excited for the fall of X because I haven't been the biggest fan of the whole, like, uh, Koryosha, Kokoa, um, idea. Like, it, it seemed interesting to have them have their own nation, but it seemed like sleepaway camp for the X-Men, where, hey, we keep on getting resurrected and nothing matters, and there's no consequences to anything. And they never felt super heroic. So I thought it was also, like, a really cool idea. But then in typical X-Men fashion, it started to balloon out of control. Mm-hmm. And whether it's like, you know, one or two books, okay, that's easy to follow because you kind of like weave back and forth between them for the story. And then they started to add more titles and then crossovers with their own books. And yeah. at that point in X-Men, that's where I, I tune out. So the reason I was on the fence about this one is because, yes, it's setting up something new. But it also seems like it's going to be firmly planted in all of those X books that I haven't been reading for the last three, four years because I was like, too much. Can't can't do it. Um, I'm kind of uh, the comic book fan that comes in like, oh, it's harvest season. We're going to prune. We're going to limit and come back to the core roots. I'm here. I'm here. See, I, I also I really do like when they do that, but... I've been I've been burned by X-Men before. Oh, and I just so want to say, like, the first free comic book day, I wanted to look up to confirm it, but I'm not going to type now. Okay. I think Marvel's, like, book that they put out for free comic book day was a reprinting of Ultimate Spider-Man number one. Like, it was very much a case of, like, hey, here's something that is a great, great 
you know, hey, check this out. Like this Spider-Man is- comic books coming or Spider-Man movies coming out. The ultimate line, which was definitely established to create a storyline that could be adapted to film. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually. But it, it was more easily digestible. Like it was a, mm-hmm. a fresh start. So some of these books, you know, might be great fresh starts. Some of them might be a little bit more like, hey, this is how we can put that enfranchised reader to mm-hmm. our event that we have coming out because they're going to be going to the shop anyways. Now, now they're going to pick this up. And if it, you know, tickles their fancy, we got them for the five ninety nine issue number one when that comes out. So many books coming out. Uh, Chris, you got any more? Because I um, think I'm pretty much tapped at this point. Like, there's a lot of, like, anime kind of inspired books, other publishers that not that interested in. Yeah, um, there, I will say there is one more that I'm looking forward to. And this I, is also, I'm going to Professor X it. Okay. Is it Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas? It is not. Uh, this is oh, actually going to be from Marvel Comics. This is the Marvel Voices number one. Hmm. And this is a curated selection of previous Marvel's Voices stories from some of their other books that they come out, uh, come out with. Um, for those that might not know, Voices is kind of like an anthology series where each issue that comes out almost has a theme. Like it might be people of a particular like heritage or gender or sexuality. And the stories are all about those characters being done by creators of that same um, nationality. Uh, so this is a curated one with a new story as well. It doesn't say about how many stories are in here, mm-hmm. but the first two voices that I picked up, I did enjoy for the most part. Uh, it just kind of priced me out because they're, you know, they're yeah. anthology books. So they're usually a little bit more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think worth it, but when you're trying to read comics on a budget, Hey, Free is better than $9.99, so I'm, I'm going to go in for this Greatest Hits. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, we are both cisgendered white males, uh, so every day is Voices Day for us, mm-hmm. you know, where, but I, I can understand, like, want, we read a couple of the Voices uh, issues, yeah. and DC's also done similar things. With uh, like, with their yeah, characters, like, um, they have like the pride books and stuff like that yeah. too. Um, I think it's always good to get more perspective. I think reading will always, and also reading characters and also putting yourself in those shoes creates more empathy. You know, and uh, yeah. in and hopefully that kind of empathy. I don't know if it leads to pure understanding because I don't think I could ever fully appreciate and understand somebody else's life but hopefully it makes me a little bit more empathetic that's good so i do have here thank you to wikipedia uh the first four books that were released on free comic book day the inaugural event um my aforementioned ultimate spider-man number one yeah which is a reprint of the book that came out in 2000 so two years later uh which also kind of smart because uh, being done by new. Brian Michael Bendis and Mark Bagley, like that book, like turned out quick. So two years into the run, they probably had like three or four trades. So if you liked it, you could go to the shop the next week and pick up like three volumes of the story and get caught up to where they were. Uh, Dark Horse Comics released 
the Star Wars Tales A Jedi's Weapon one-shot. Uh, Image Comics, in association with Top Cow Productions, released the Tomb Raider one and a half. Top Cow, I forgot yeah. about Top Cow. Uh, and then there's DC dynamite Comics. now. Dynamite is basically top cow, right? Yeah, like, I think yeah. pretty much. Then DC Comics put out Justice League Adventures number one, which is tying off of the uh, Justice League cartoon. That's oh, okay. Just a time capsule. That's that's when the first three comic book they happened. Justice League was still on the air. Oh, that Justice League cartoon is still one of the best cartoon series. Batman. <sighs> The animated series, so good. Uh, I would say, I'm trying to power rank. I'm going to say Justice League Unlimited. Then maybe the X-Men from 97. Then Justice League proper. I don't know, what would be the, oh, then uh, Spider-Man the, from the 90s. That would be uh, my top five. Spider-Man's hit or miss. But hey, you know what? It was hit or miss, but for the time, like, What's all you we had? expect top five. What knocks it out, Chris? I don't know. I don't want to be ranking. I, I, I can't. <laughs> I, I worked all day. I can't think anymore. <laughs> but listeners, hey, let us know what you picked up at your comic book shop. Uh, and if it's your free, first free comic book day, hey, enjoy. There's a lot of great books out there. Ask the people at your shop what you should be reading, and they'll let you know. If they say that you should just start with Watchmen, say no. Don't. I think there's... I don't know. No, I like, think for Watchmen, there, you need to... Thing with, there's a thing with comic book... People that run a comic book store, they've been in it so long that they can appreciate things that I think they forget how a new reader... They forget this perspective of a new reader where Watchmen, it's nine panel grid. And that's great because it's like, hey, this is how comic books used to be drawn and told. It's very classic. No new reader would understand that. And also Watchmen does play with a lot of like the tropes and it subverts mm-hmm. a lot of those too because it's Alan Moore. So he... Yeah. He wants to tell comic books, but he can't tell regular comic books, so he has to break it down first and then put you down for for liking comic books. Yeah. But then he's like, no, no, comic books are great. Remember? Here's top ten. Also, comic books are great. Here's Lost Girls. Oh. Yeah, don't Google it. But hey, Google <laughs> freecomicbookday.com. Wait, are we the old comic book store people now <laughs> maybe we are I, I made the mistake of saying google free comic book day and oh no my google home's telling me all about it hey but you were a good son you set up google home for your mom everybody appreciates you and you should appreciate us by writing and reviewing us emailing us at begging board uh begging Begging board cast doc at google.com. See? Yeah, I even got. It's 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. We're usually done by now. I didn't even I didn't even go to work. I just went to go to the movie theater and watch Star Wars. So good. 